Welcome to another episode of Film with the Fam, a podcast where we talk movies, TV shows, and the unfortunate downfall of growing plants on the balcony outside in a <laughs> in a Florida home. My name I, is Gerald. No, no. <laughs> I'm Jamie. Yeah. And um, so... We recently got <laughs> we recently got rid of our greenhouse. Well, I'm glad you did it because I would have said something else. <laughs> Yo, what? Ah, well, anyway, um, we recently got rid of our greenhouse, and um, you know, we got rid of a lot more plants too because it's very hard growing plants, more so tomatoes and peppers and all these good stuffs. It's hard growing it on a balcony, so. We started with maybe like eight plants or something like that, and we got like four now. Yeah, half of them we threw half away, but they're not hard to grow. They're just—it's not hard to grow, but you know, there's just a science to it. You know, you have to have the right amount of everything: fertilizer, the right soil, the right light, Mm -hmm. water. Okay. Yeah, and then of course you have the little pests that like to come in and get up. Fuck with your plants. You know, like, oh, God, I hate them. They're like, so... We always find a different pest every time we think we get it right. Yeah, no, First, it was the mealybugs. Yes. And little they, white, fluffy-looking... Yeah, in case you guys don't know, in case you guys are growing plants, just know mealybugs are blood bugs that hang out on the, bo- on the bottom end of the leaves and or branches of the plants. Yeah. And they lay these eggs that look like just white cotton but little do you know that that little ball of white cotton is slowly absorbing your plant of all the nutrients then they die and it's yeah. very hard well, to bring those plants back white things they those white little you know cotton looking things uh cotton maybe like kicking. a tip of a q-tip you know like a q-tip or something you know like a cotton swab yeah you know they're like not that big maybe but they look kind of like that yeah i guess if you were to compare it but yeah they're actually the bugs they look like that they look like a little piece of cotton i just hate it yeah they got so bad but you know we saved our plants most of them well not most of them but we did save one this guy has been with us since the beginning yeah you want to say this plant's name (laughs) <laughs> noodle <laughs> yes it's a noodle i don't know the what's, noodle i couldn't tell you the type of plant it is but it's amazing it's kind of like an it's not an ivy but uh but it's like one of those viney plants you know they grow very long and yeah. you can drape it over stuff yeah because i remember when i first saw it it was like it inside was the house and it was like last leg. it was like fucking like three stalks with like four leaves on each it was like mm, okay yeah. and then we brought it outside and suddenly it just turned into something different so yeah and then we almost lost it again because he had all those yeah. white mealy bugs man but we saved it we you know saved it. yeah it was but crazy mm. but anyway yeah. but speaking of bugs and we're gonna get we're gonna get right into the news because i love that stuff segue spider-man 3 are you excited for it babe you know not the not toby we're talking tom holland spider-man 3 yeah like the most like the next spider-man that's coming out um like tom holland spider-man no okay well that's fair you know you're not like unlike most people but maybe this might get you hyped up i'm sorry i don't know why but i kept thinking tom hardy and i was like tom hardy was like, Venom? well that like you... did you just say spider-man or did okay you say this Venom? is gonna be a long tangent so let me start first 
Venom, there is rumors that Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man, will be showing up in the Venom 2 movie, mm. maybe like in a post credit scene, but because they're also working on the Sinister Six um, shared universe of Spider-Man villains, which is like, you know, you have, I mean, it's a it's an ever-changing roster, but it's always six of them, like it's Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin, Sandman, Electro, um, the Rhino, and the Scorpion, maybe, and... Um, so far, like you've seen Scorpion, you know, played by Michael Mando, who's also um, what's his name, Nacho from Better Call Saul. Mm. You know, that's that's one. Then you have Morbius, the Living Vampire, gonna be played by Jared Leto in the movie Morbius coming soon. You're gonna have Venom. You know, maybe he might be a part of that squad. You know, basically, it's just basically it's like an entire team of people hating Spider-Man. But um, so that aside. We have Spider-Man 3 news, which is, <clears throat> you might like this, maybe not. So, on Spider-Man 3 news, the, and maybe it's, they said they're going to introduce a bunch of villains, but not really introduce them, but more so, like, pay them off. Like, like for example, in Spider-Man, the first movie, Spider-Man Homecoming, you, you know who um, Vulture is. You know who Scorpion is. You know, like, you see this guy with a fucking Scorpion tattoo on his neck. And he's like, oh, get out of prison. Maybe we can pay your boy Spider-Man a visit. And then in this most recent incarnation of Spider-Man, like in Spider-Man, in the end, Spider-Man Far From Home, his identity was revealed. So basically, you know, they're going to have a bunch of villains, basically more so hunting Spider-Man down. And another villain that just was potentially rumored is the Sandman. Hmm. Yeah. And this guy will be played by... Dirty Dog. None other than... Potentially, dirty John Cena. Dirt. Uh, so this is what Sandman looks like in the comics. You've probably seen him before, but then here's a side by side comparison. Like here's John Cena, square head, and yeah. then and that's him right there. They kind of just like did like a little concept art or whatever. Mm. You know, so it's like yeah, I can well, see that. You know, they got yeah, the same head, got the same shape. <laughs> you know, big and, bulky yeah. fucking guy with muscles or whatever the case is. But he had posted something. Basically, John Cena posted something on his Instagram, which was like a um. It was just like a, a panel from a uh, Spider-Man comic and stuff, and it just showed Sandman on it, and everyone's like, "Ooh, maybe." And all this time, everyone's like, "Oh man, I thought Craven the Hunter was gonna be in Spider-Man three, and he maybe it may just well be because this is all rumors, but that it's just a good casting, you know? It's like, oh, Sandman, John Cena, it's awesome. So that's pretty cool. But you mm. know, what's funny what I found out was, <clears throat> you know, Spider-Man in Spider-Man three, what Sandman's name is? Not Flint. Yeah, Marco? Is, it's definitely Flint Marco. Oh. <laughs> it's definitely not Flint Marco. I'll tell you what. I'm like, okay, is this a trick question? <laughs> no. Um, well, yes, that's also true. But I recently found out that apparently um, Flint. Flint Marco is basically just an alias of his name. His real name is William Baker. Mm. Yeah, well, he is a con, or isn't he? Or maybe it is Flint Marco. I'm not really... But no, uh, I don't well, know. I think it's, want you to it's think one of the two because... Because I read an entire, it was an entire story about this, and I was just like, I wanted to make sure I got it right. So, basically, Flint Marco, he was a fucking, he was a, yeah, his name was Flint Marco, but he he also has an alias named William Baker, and that's the name of the Sandman that potentially may be rumored to be played by John Cena in Spider-Man 3. So, um, basically, Flint Marco, he was a troubled kid, you know, ba- you know everything in Spider-Man 3, minus the death of Uncle Ben, but, you know, he was a criminal, career criminal, and stuff like that. He had a daughter, you know, someone he wanted to take care of. Life of crime. So, but, he, they said, basically, once, one day, he had, um, we went to prison, and 
like he ha- he looked so much like this other guy named William Baker. I think they called Bill Big Bill Baker or whatever. He looked a lot similar. So the um, the the um, the correctional officers at the time they thought it was funny to just shackle them together because he was basically in prison for life. Like he got sentenced to a life sentence and he was basically like on a Guantanamo Bay kind of island. So him and Flint Marco and William Baker were kind of like um, shackled together for six months. It's, and then it said um, they, you know, within that time they knew, you know, everything about each other and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, okay. But then shortly after, they said shortly after the six month mark, Baker developed the cough, and three days later he died. The shackles that bonded them together rusted shut. So Marco was also taken with the corpse to the infirmary. But then, <laughs> <laughs> yo, so it's like, oh shit, man, about got it. bad luck. <laughs> but man. he said, but he said through a combination of coercion <laughs> and a promise promised bribery marco convinced a prison doctor to put marco in a buried sack instead of the dead baker and in the sack marco was taken 25 miles out the sea and dumped overboard with a scalpel stolen from the infirmary he cut himself out the sack and spent 12 hours swimming until he reached land unfortunately the island where he washed ashore was a nuclear testing facility marco was caught in a nuclear detonation but instead of atomizing him his body and his molecules turned into sand it's crazy, right? It'll be yeah. like a cool backstory to tell. Like that shit is fucking. I don't know. I think that shit is just cool. Like I was like, oh man, that's awesome. But so that's you know basically what I found out about the Spider-Man thing. So if it happens, it will be amazing. If it doesn't, well then, rumor has it. But you know I think it's pretty cool of casting. Um, but sticking to the um, sticking to the Spider-Verse thingy, why not? There's also going to be a. There's also talks of getting like an Amazon ex, uh, Prime exclusive TV show called Silk, who which is would be also a spinoff of Spider-Man. Maybe not this current Spider-Man, but something like Venom, where it's like in a different universe or whatever. Um, so Silk, mm. if I can, if I can ask you, what do you think? What or who do you? If this is a person related to Spider-Man, not related. Well, okay. some way related to Spider-Man. Hmm. So this is a character from Spider-Man, and this character's name is Silk. Could you tell me potentially what this character does? <laughs> um, this character must make sh- blouses. Mm, nice. <laughs> Fashion designer Silk on the red carpet right now, making blouses, spinning webs, making blouses out of spider webs. Mm. Well, you are somewhat on the money. I'll give you that. Oh wow! Because I, Silk is actually it. a. It's a Spider-Man character who was more, maybe a little bit more recently introduced, and it's a it's a female character who was bitten by the same spider that Peter Parker was. So they kind of have, and it's funny because when Silk was introduced, they you know he basically rescued her from some place where she was basically being imprisoned by like some spider god guy. It's not important, but what is important is this character named Silk basically has like like I said basically the same. Um, powers as Spider-Man, but with a little tweak to him. For example, like when she shoots web, it comes out of her fingertips. Mm. Gross. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how it works, but it's a, they, but it, she has um, an enhanced spider sense, which is way better than Peter Parker's. So I guess you know she can detect danger, you know, in a more controlled sense. Like 
you know, it was like, oh, is there danger? It's like, okay, she knows exactly where the danger is, you know. And the th- funny story with her and Peter Parker, when they basically first met and he saved her, you know, and found out that they're, you know, like, they're connected because they went to the same high school. And then one day this girl just disappeared. Um, Spider-Man, they, they were kind of, like, drawn together, like, drawn to each other like a pheromone, you know, like, and, you know hilarity in zones because he's dating mary jane and you know you find out who's this girl and then you know they just have this uncontrollable urge to like beat with each other you know like and it's like implied you know implied that they had sex and shit like that and you know like spider-man tried to explain the situation you know i don't really know how that shit was resolved but probably how it was in (laughs) spider-man 3 Except yeah. some next level. Yeah, so apparently, like, but hmm. yeah, so it's been said that it's gonna be a Netflix show, um, cre- um, basically on the helm with um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who are also the people who brought you the Lego Movie and the movie Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, it's not really much more to th- talk about, but you know, it's basically gonna be played by a Korean American woman. You know, or that's what they're looking for because this is what she looks like in the comics. Her suit is cool, but that's more or less what she looks like. And you see her little fingertip things. Uh huh. Stupid. Got like get those painted. Yeah. Yeah. Check my nails out. Yeah. I got got red and yellow fucking webbing. It's awesome. It's great. (laughs) But I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. So it's gonna be a lot of spider stuff happening, as well as you know, Venom to let there be carnage happening. So it's going to be pretty, you know, it's because Spider-Man's like the Batman of Marvel, you know, because it's like so many different Spider-Man things and same thing with this. Huh. I think it's cool. So the truth comes out. So Mary Jane is going to be the side <laughs> chick now. Well, it's not to say because who's no, who's to say that, oh, Spider-Man may even appear in this. Maybe it's going to be something similar to like. Like Venom, you know, where it's like, okay, you just have this standalone superhero. Maybe like Peter Parker. Yeah, I think that would be just too dramatic, you know, if they they added that in there. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, here's here's Peter Parker's other girlfriend. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, this guy is weird. But I'm pretty sure if that were the case, I don't think Mary Jane would be in it because she'd be like, I'm out of here. Fuck this shit. It's so crazy because (laughs) I hate the way she's always portrayed. Well, just in the Raimi, Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, because like in the comics, like she's like this strong, independent woman who's like, she's basically like the Aunt May to Spider Man, you know, like, but Mm. because she's strong and she gives him confidence and stuff like that, and she's fucking not as slutty as she is in the fucking show i mean a movie and stuff just being all over the place with every guy in the fucking series but <laughs> i think but anyway but i think the silk show like i don't know i think it'd be cool you know because it's just introducing like a different side of spider-man just similar to like the miles morales where it's like people mm-hmm. don't know who didn't know who he was but now that there's attention on him it's like people can see how cool of a character it is at the same time giving like diversity to like you know it's like oh shit a korean spider-man spider-woman who's a woman and cool and good and awesome and basically stronger than peter parker you know and you know then you have a black spider-man miles morales really oh fuck that's awesome you know so and then you have fucking this weird venom who's who's a reporter or something i don't know i mean to be fair that's kind of how it is in the comics so can't really be that upset about it Mm -hmm. mm-hmm so when does this come out um it's still in the works it hasn't really been it's just being 
talked about because the cat, you know, like they still haven't even found a cast member for it, so they can't really shoot it or anything. And plus the COVID thing, so who's to say? But it's you know, I guess similar to the John Cena news. Maybe it's a powerful rumor, but this has a lot more traction because it's been actually been talked talked about since like 2018. So yeah, so I guess people are starting to see that one women can bring money to the box office where women can be superheroes, and it makes sense because. You know, for the longest time, they weren't giving women those opportunities because they just didn't think that they made money. They thought, oh, like, all superheroes just need to be white, buff guys who does this with the occasional black guy. And then the occasional girl always needs to be in trouble. But now it's like, fucking, you got Captain Marvel and, um, like, Atomic Blonde, like, Charlie Sterone, like, in the old guards. You know, basically just showing, like, how women can, like, carry a movie just as well as a Keanu Reeves or a or uh, Robert Downey Jr., or, uh, you know, like any like Nick Cage or whatever the case is, you know? Yeah, well, because I like Captain Marvel. I don't know. I know. It's so I, funny because I don't like, but it's not because it's not the whole, it's not because she's a woman. I just think the movie's just, I think she is just bland. You know, like maybe like as it goes on, but I just think that, you know, when I watch Captain Marvel, I'm just like, she's just so like, whatever. Yeah, there's there's Kree here to take over your planet, you know, like it's fine. Oh, how do I know you're not an alien? I don't know, I feel like she don't need to be, you know. She's like, fuck that, I don't need to impress nobody. You know, I'm a fucking superhero and uh, I'm not here to make friends, I'm just here to save the world and I got all these fucking powers, so fuck you guys. I don't know, that's just how I see it. Like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. I mean, I I definitely hope the set play after Marvel 2 will be better. You know, they said it's going to take place within that five-year gap, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure it'll be... I don't know, I just hope it's better. You know, just like, it's like, okay, you got the fish-out-of-water story out of the way. Now you can see her, like, fight people who she could actually struggle with because who'd she fight in that movie that she actually struggled with? Nobody. And it's like, I feel like that's boring to me. You know, it's cool when you see the hero fail and then they come back and they overcome, you know, like, and that's, I don't know, that's the shit I like. Yeah, well, I just, yeah, I feel like, yes, the movie was more just kind of introducing her as a character for mm-hmm. the, what was it, Endgame? Yeah, and yeah. Infinity War, but. Oh, okay, well, so, you know, I, don't, I feel, I mean, that came out after, though, Captain Marvel. Yes, but the Endgame was shot before. The end game and Infinity War were shot before Captain Marvel. Okay. Which is it's insane when you think about it. So Captain Marvel came out first? Captain Marvel, came, it was Infinity War, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel and then, then Endgame. Wait, she was in Infinity War? She was in the... No, she wasn't in Infinity... Her logo was, you know, like when he... Yeah, right, right, when he was... Yeah, he was on the pager or whatever. Yeah, the the, the Nick Fury. And then at the but... end of Captain Marvel, that's when she pops up, basically after Infinity. Like, yeah, it kind, yeah, yeah, it kind of just go, goes that way. Yeah, so you know, I feel like yes, I see how she was a character that was that movie was more introducing her as a character for her to set up for the end game, but. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it in a different, you know, because like you said, there's really not a whole lot of female superhero movies and stuff, you know, so I would like to see another movie with her, like, battling some bad guys or whatever and seeing her get her ass kicked a couple of times, you know, and then, like, you know, whatever. Towards the end of of Captain Marvel, you know, one, and 
<laughs> we're on this for a minute, but just even when she fucking confronted Jude Law, you know, he was all like, fight me. Come on, prove to yourself that you're better. And then she just fucking shot him. Like, and I'm just like, she's like, I ain't gonna prove to you shit. Fuck you up. Like, I'm just like, and I'm just like, that's cool and it's funny, but I'm just like, she didn't have a struggle, you know, and I just think. I think that's the problem, you know, because I guess people like directors, and I think that's why even female directors are so need to be more prominent because I think for the male directors, they just think this is what a female in trouble looks like. Oh, she has to fucking she has to compete with the guys, and it's like that's such the old way of thinking, you know. It's like okay, like females are just as strong as men in any any context, you know. Like, and it's just like oh, they'd be like, and then they're holding on to that whole. If not stronger. <laughs> if not stronger. And they're holding on to that whole 19... 19- no, fuck that. Stronger. Yes, because they deliver babies. You know? Men are weak. Yeah. <laughs> fuck men. It's Maybe crazy. physically, you know, a guy could... Yeah, you know. Yeah, but they just... Like, just, the, but the, the, the idea of the fact that it's like, oh, a woman's whole role is to prove herself that she can fucking hang with the men is such a tired idea where it's like now it's like, yo... I'm a woman. Let's keep it the shit moving. You know, like I don't. It doesn't matter. You know, like and I think that's. Neat. I don't know. I think that's what I like about her character, though. I think she's just kind of a no nonsense. Like fuck that. I ain't gotta do shit. Yeah, I fuck you guys <laughs> up. You know, like I'm I'm a fucking superhero, motherfucker. Like I don't got. I don't know. I just like that about her. I think is because she's just kind of just like yeah, she's her business, own. Yeah, she's her own you know? person. Yeah, and she's not like you know. Like, yo, I don't fucking need you guys. Like, I could take care of this shit myself. Oh, we work as a team. Like, bitch, I don't care. <laughs> you know? Do I look like I need a team? <laughs> like, like, I just fucking flew I, through your ceiling. Like, the fuck? I, like, I am the team. Yeah. But speaking <laughs> of girl power and um, diversity and whatnot, Mulan recently, I mean, just came out on the 4th. We did not see it. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. It. I did. I still do, but I also feel like I'm like I can. I mean, I just want to know if we got because I still I've yet to go on Disney Plus and check. But you have the app, right? Yeah. Go check out while I kind of pat for time. So like, Mulan was released on September 4th, and you know the reason why I haven't watched it. Like, I want to see if it's real. Like, if we really legitimately got charged thirty dollars to like because if the movie's on the Disney Plus right now. Oh no! Okay, they this is why. Option? Yeah. So Show if you me. get it says um, stream Mulan exclusively for twenty nine ninety nine. Premiere oh, access to the no. film. So if you want to, you oh get they gave us a choice. Premiere access. Yeah, if you want to watch it. And you know what's funny about? Okay, I'm glad. So that way, I I can wait. I can really wait to talk about it because they said that it's gonna be like within like on December third, it's gonna be free on Disney Plus. So imagine how fucking mad you're gonna be, because <laughs> as well as the fact so that um, people say that um, yeah, so people are just calling the movie a flop because it's like this. They, a lot of people said like some of the reviews were just like, oh, this movie's flat. It's no singing. It's dark, but it's like the same movie as like let's say Lion King or um, Dumbo or whatever the case is. You're making this exact same movie, but you're stretching it out, and you're stretching it out for what? And he said, basically, like, the cartoons, so far, the cartoons did it better. Granted, maybe Beauty and the Beast is, like, give or take, but and Cinderella is, as far as I know, Cinderella, that one right there with the little shoe. They said that's the most, that's the best Disney live-action movie because they actually add to the movie as as opposed to just, 
over explaining something you know they add the fact that yeah the prince is not just this fucking shallow guy like he has his own life and even like um cinderella she's like more independent and stuff like that but um going back to mulan he said that this movie was just it's like like it's i think like two hours and take 20 minutes or whatever and it's like long for no reason and they said like the villain in there is kind of like oh girl power and i don't know it's weird but when it comes out free i'll watch it because from what i'm hearing it's not worth the 30 dollars that they're you know insisting you pay especially when you're going to get it in three months free mm. and more than likely it'll probably even be spoiled well, like by then so it's like yeah well i could watch it or i can't because you know we still haven't watched the live action lion king movie because i'm kind of like i ain't watching this fucking shit like i don't I'm care about this that. You know, but I'm glad they didn't just make us pay for it. Yeah, I would have been mad as fuck. I, was, yeah, I, I was don't really, think they could, though. Like, I would think, no, you can't do that shit. I was you know? really under the impression that they was. Yeah, you, you know, really like, made me think I was getting mad, too. I, was I like, know. Like, I was better fucking not. I like, was getting mad, too. I was like, I'm going to cancel this shit. Yeah, but they also nah. said that there's controversy over this movie of some sort because the lead actress, whew, I don't know how to say that word. Say it for me. Lou. We're destroying this name. Yefe, sure, let's call it that. Um, she's basically supporting the Hong Kong police force, and and you know, the China is the biggest market for this movie. So, you know, a lot of people are basically like boycott Mulan because this woman's like, oh, I don't, care. I support the Hong Kong police, and you know, right now they're kind of like beating the shit out of people and putting them in like internment camps. And I don't know, Hong Kong is just not doing too good right now. I don't really know the specifics, but I do know it's. A lot of heat around it, and you know, China is this basically whose movies marketed for, you know, if not anything else, because fuck, you know, it's kind of coronavirus free over there at the moment, and so they can kind of like <laughs> they can kind of do more stuff. So it's like, man, you know, like it's you know, so but yeah, so like the, like a lot of people don't like the actress who played here, you know, but yeah that's something else okay yeah so let's see last bit of news well two pieces of news really Tanet makes 220.2 million dollars in the u.s and 150 million dollars overseas and it's not the best box office in the world or not going to be the movie that's going to save cinema like everyone thought from what i hear this movie is okay at best and you know i would be interested in watching it but maybe i can wait video on demand because yeah, I'm pretty sure people are going to talk the movie to death, but what we're going to do is talk about it on a budget where it's like, why pay for something, you know, then we can really watch it, but whatever, that's neither here nor there, but considering mm. this movie was like $250 million and it, in, in its first week, it only made, it barely didn't even make its money back because, you know, you got to factor in marketing and stuff like that. It's not going to be, not the best movie ever, but you know, from what I hear, like I said, it's okay at best maybe like you said it's on par with inception just as far as like the technology goes and stuff so that's interesting and the last bit of news is mission impossible 7 will shoot soon it's still going huh yeah i mean i haven't seen i wanted to see the last one because they said you know it was like i've seen the one before like mission impossible rogue nation so wait is this the one with matt damon Wait, is he in it or is no, it Tom Cruise? It's Tom Cruise. Oh, Matt Damon is wait, born. born. Yeah, okay. I'm. <laughs> yeah, he fucking hits people. Yo, with, I'm <laughs> beat people with composition books and cups and shit. Like, okay, yeah, no, Mission yeah. Impossible. Talk. Mission yeah, Impossible. I've seen the first Mission Impossible. But I've never seen anything after that. It's a good series, you know. Like I, 
it's you know that class it's that good it's a good spy movie you know like and movies and you know and they all connect and they all go places and you know like i like it um and i guess the major draw to like the mission impossible movies now is just the fact that you want to see the crazy shit tom cruise does you know like i think in mission impossible 3 he got shot by shot at by a missile and he got yanked into a car which was you know like the selling point the mission impossible 4 you see them basically like walk you know like um cliff cliff running on a fucking the side of like the building in dubai mission impossible 5 he was hanging on a plane and mm-hmm. like he was actually on the actual like hanging off of the side of a fucking plane and i was just like yeah that was cool i wouldn't see that in movie theaters it was awesome mission impossible 6 it had henry cavill in it and then they were doing some i think they parachuted or some shit i don't know it was a big stunt i haven't seen it but um yeah so mission impossible 7 would be shooting soon and so far i think the big stunt is like him driving a motorcycle off a cliff and parachuting or some shit like that 50 mm. this guy tom cruise yo 50 something years old still almost 60 still fucking cranking him out this guy's not human but well he has a lot of money yeah he can you know really... that's the way i see it i feel like man look <laughs> these people got all this money to invest in themselves whether it be physically no 58 years old mm. yeah damn y'all still looks like yeah, he still looks the same it's crazy that's a, mm. almost a 60 year old man I mean, he's and, got those crow's feet, but you yeah, know what? Yeah, and he's doing it. He just, like, still does his own stunts and stuff like that. So, fuck, more power to him, you know? Mm. Like, I think one time he had, like, broke his fucking foot, like, jumping off a cl- like, j- doing a stunt, and he still kind of kept running doing it. I'm just like, this <laughs> guy's a fucking maniac. Like, it's weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But, hey, you know, he's still young, though. You know, 58 is not. You know, let me think. He, he probably has, like, a good another 30 years of life. At least. Unless he fucking dies <laughs> jumping least. in a volcano or some shit. Like, yeah, you know, but still, you know, I mean, 58's really not that... Yeah, but, like, you know. to be... I just feel like to be doing what he's doing is just... It's just a testament to, like, fuck, that's odd. Like, yeah, crazy, I get it, because, you know... Because, like, cause you know the how many 58-year-olds, you, you know, like, just fucking right. jumping out of planes and shit? I know I'm not 58, but I know that I won't, and I know... <laughs> I do know that, yeah, the older you get, you know, your body starts having little things but then again that's different for everybody yeah, you know you just you might have be blessed with uh good genes you know yeah, well, <laughs> like, time, you know like yeah. things happen you know you start getting you'll mm-hmm. you'll start replacing your body parts with robot legs or fucking it like i don't know <laughs> yeah. i just take cut my head off and put my brain in a jar and put me in a robot body i'll be fine like i don't know but yeah so that's tom cruise i guess so today's um Hmm, what should I call it? Today's um, topic we're going to be reviewing <laughs> is the Netflix movie, no, TV show special, as well as, what, what else? Do, where's season two at? Well, see, okay, okay. Uh, it's the Dirty John. Yes, Dirty John and show. the Dirty John season two, very right. dramatic story. But so. season one is on Netflix, season two is on Prime. Yeah, but I hear But I mean, you have to on, pay for it. Yeah. It's not like on Prime, but you can watch it. Yeah, and I think depending Prime. on where you are in the world, like if you have a VPN, like it'll be, it's free, like an Australian Netflix or some shit like that, or maybe even German Netflix. But yeah, so before we start, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Are you guys tired of 
listening to podcasts that don't go into movies enough, well, check out Film with the Fam. Film with the Fam is a podcast where they talk movies, TV shows, and the latest movies um, hosted by two, a loving couple who are in love, which is Jamie and Gerald. We were going to say each other's names backwards, but we didn't. Say mm. hi. Say hi, Jamie. <laughs> okay. Hi. I want to yeah. talk about this Dirty John. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Let me film tell with the fam. you something. All Let me tell it. you about Dirty John. Okay, now I'm going to get... Oh. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors. Yo. <laughs> now, um. <laughs> let me tell you about Dirty John. Okay. Yeah. So let's just let's we try to. We're gonna be all over the place, and it's gonna be full Dirty spoilers. John is also a podcast. It is uh, hosted by uh, Christopher Gofford. He is a L.A. Times reporter. Uh-huh. Keep going. Journalist. On. Um. Yeah. And. So this is a very interesting show. Yeah, based on based, based on real on events. True, yeah, true stories. Um, I mean, there's only two so far, uh, but I definitely have season three, maybe even four. <laughs> 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 because let me tell you, I have dealt with some dirty Johns in my day. Oh, but yeah? how dirty were these Johns? Oh man, they were just as dirty as the the, the two that we saw in both of those seasons okay um but this show is uh the first one it has well okay so it has uh eric banna i'm not er- really sure yeah, eric banna 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 uh and juno Temple. and connie Britton. no wait isn't she the one that plays oh, deborah newell uh yeah 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 sure okay we can, go with that. We can just we're gonna yeah. we can switch from movie like yeah, Connie. So Britton. that was the first season, right? It's so weird how they just got this whole like so, the, the cast on the IMDb shit just looks. Oh God, it's all it's a mess. But yeah, so yeah, so start with the Dirty John. Let's start with the first one, Dirty John. Season the first one, one. Season on Netflix. One. Yeah, so it starts with this woman named Deborah Newell. You know, just a fashion designer and. Well, she's actually an interior designer. Oh. Fuck, silly me. The inside of a dress, not the outside. Um, <laughs> Actually, they, she designs like homes. I know, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking know what I mean. Okay. Um, really? Okay. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. Um, but no, like, yeah, so Deborah Newell, she's, you know, she's a, you know, your average everyday millionaire fucking woman who's in, in, interior designing. But, you know, she's. She's looking for love, you know, and not just any kind of love. She's looking for her fifth kind of love because we find out that this woman was married four times, four times with how many kids she has? Two. I think she's got two kids. Yeah, two girls. Yeah. Two girls. And you know, this girl, this woman, Deborah, she just she she goes online and you know she goes on her her blind dates, you know, go meets guys online and you know strikes out every time, you know, because she just can't find the one she's compatible with. Her daughter, you know, one of her daughters, I think Veronica, I don't know the actress name, but one of her daughters, Veronica, she, you know, they're going to therapy because, you know, this kid's all fucked up, you know? Tara. She, Tara. What? Yeah, Tara. Fuck. I don't, I don't know. They're, they, they, you watch the show and tell me, at least for the first all episodes, you don't even, you can't tell the difference between the two. Granted, you know, like, you know, like, you, you learn the differences, but 
Anyways. Well, I just know that both of them have the most obnoxious voices. Yeah, Jennifer ever. Tilly's in the making because, oh my God, it's just. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like a fucking. Like possessions. Like, it's like, are you talking like that seriously? But yeah, so they're basically, you know, just your average everyday Beverly Hills family, you know, like the three girls, you know, two, like mother Veronica and. Tara. Do they live together? Like all of them? I think in the beginning? so, yeah. No, I think, no, no, no. The Tara girl wasn't because remember she was living with her boyfriend at the time and then they broke up and then she wanted to, she's like, can oh, I live well. with you? Yeah, so it was just Veronica and Deborah living together. And then Deborah, she mates. She, you know, like I said, she striked out so many times. And then next thing you know, she met this guy. You know, she just tried one more chance, tried again. She met a guy named John, and then Veronica's just like, why are you even wasting your time doing this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, give up on love. You don't fucking need it, clearly. like, Yeah, she's, like, <laughs> successful, you know. She's got a lot of money. She's got her own business. I mean, she's got a nice house. I mean, she's got everything anyone could ever want, you know. She's got two kids, you know, daughters. So, of course, I mean, she's probably, I mean, regardless if it's boys or girls. But, you know, I think with girls, you know, you set an example, you know, you got all these dudes coming in and shit. She's got fucking husband number five, you know, and she kind of just puts her fucking kids to the side for this guy. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, she meets the guy, John. You know, she meets the guy, John. They hit it off. Everything's fine. You know, the first time they hit it off, like, literally on the first date, they were about to, he, they were about to make love and whatever. Well, but then, basically, they did. Yeah, kind of, but... And yep. this guy is fucking talk about dirty. I mean, he's not just dirty in the sense of like, oh wow, you're a real fucking dick. Yeah, because he. But he's yeah, dirty, he, like he really preys Ill, on the take mindset. a shower dirty. You yeah, because yeah, he's <laughs> he living in the trailer. He don't find that out until the end. And you're like, wow, this guy, shit. Because you know, basically, this guy was just like a he was just a manipulator, like a master manipulator. You know, like go, targeting women, like you know, to have money, yeah, successful. And, and it was just, but all and all, and you find out like all his life, you know, he was just basically groomed to be this con artist, you know, like to, you know, like be like the addict, to be like the money hungry guy who wants to womanize, womanize these ladies, you know, who for basically, I'm like, I mean, I don't know, I guess he just, what's that word? Like narcissistic. Yeah, like, very just, narcissistic. Just very narcissistic because it's like he's very like, oh, I'm going to have my way or no, it's going to be no way. Like if you leave, no one leaves me, I leave them. And if they, you guys decide to leave me, guess what? You're going to fucking pay. Trust me on that. And, you know, like he basically just used people to get what he could get from them and didn't give a fuck about them or what he was doing to them. His yeah. MO was, yo, I'm in this to get what the fuck I can get and that was it. Yeah, and nothing makes this man and more upset than someone throwing a wrench into his plans because mm. we find out with his first wife, you know, like he was, you know, you find out that he was a drug addict like and he was like a nurse but he was stealing, he was stealing like all the, what was, what was Well, that? he was pretending he was a doctor. Yeah, when they first when like he first met Deborah, or yeah, something. when they first got together, he was like, "I'm a I'm an anesthesiologist," and then you find out he's a nurse, and then you find out he's not even fucking working for the hospital, right? Because yeah. you know, like this guy is like he lost his license and all this shit. Yeah. But in his first in his first um, marriage, he was stealing from the fucking hospital, like stealing the patients' drugs and shit like that, and you know, like and then it, when his wife found out, you know, because they they had kids and everything, like, and his wife found out and um. She and she found out ass. in the worst way. Like she went to like a conference, 
You know, like oh, and yeah. she met oh, a woman, God. and to find out that this woman she met, who was a doctor, was fucking with that girl, with the doctor too. So, yeah. like, his wife met the doctor at some fucking conference, medical conference thing, mm-hmm. and she fucking yeah, and, and she had, she's like, wait, his name is what? John Meehan? Like, wait a minute. I know John me you know, and it's like wow, like he's just like gotta line the fuck up. I mean, one after the other, and he just like goes and just gets to the next one. He's just always setting up the next one because he knows he only has so much time with the one that he's with because it's like, okay, she's eventually gonna find out I gotta get the next one set up so I can work on, you know, getting that one and get to the next it's just it's crazy how yeah. he's so methodical like he just has he this so shit calculated calculated like, was, and just like yo and he, you find out like the things that he done like even like i say he was groomed to be like a con artist because you know his dad you know like fucking like the first scene you see with his dad is like they fuck put a shard of glass in a taco and he basically eats it and you know his dad like oh like oh if you don't want to sue you guess what you're gonna fucking have to pay up and then you know later on you you see he gets he he chooses he jumps in front of a car and gets hit by a car and then he like hits drunk drivers you know and as he just progresses and then he like sued his he sued his lawyer for malpractice so he wouldn't have to pay and you know he puts like a bunch of like one star reviews on like the women he's dating like jobs and stuff like that like he's like yeah he just sets them up to fuck up their lives but also just he's like he plays the victim but the whole time he's like setting them up for failure yeah and, and, it's, and but and with the case with like the Deborah lady like when they like fuck yo you like when you see it and like like when his, you see his kids like off rip they never had a good feeling about this guy and then they you, her kids they, yeah her kids her kid. they never had a good feeling about him and they, they just start like peeling the layers back like yeah. he said he, was, he went to Iraq never did they said you know he said he was a, a doctor with like three houses or whatever never happened he said you know he said it was a doctor you know like and it was it, it's so crazy like and they they found they did their own detective work and like the mom deborah newell still did not believe care. like yeah like even though she had the evidence to show he was a fucking lying piece of shit she still was just like oh no you know it can't be maybe maybe it's not that maybe it's something else maybe there's a reason for it like all these court documents of women who filed all these things against him restraining orders and stuff and she just didn't want to believe it you know but he was so good at getting in her head and just mind fucking her so that she just couldn't believe it you know he did all these little bullshit things for for her you know that didn't even really matter. Yeah, like made her smoothies and shit. Yeah, oh, make your fucking smoothie every morning. Like, wow, really? Like, that's it? That's all you have to fucking offer? You yeah. know? I mean, <laughs> and it was just it was just insane. Like I said, like how like the control happened. You know, like they went, just went to Vegas and got married within two months of knowing each other, and then after that they got a house. Like she, he was like, oh, I want this house, and I can't afford it. And she's like, I'm gonna buy this house. And I feel like, you know, he did his research on her, so he knew she had money. And yeah. fuck, sure enough, she bought a house, and then she wanted to lie to her kids about it. But then her kids find out, and then they end up hating her. And then she has to choose between her kids and this man. And you know, and she, and a few times she has to make that choice. And literally, like every almost every time, she fucking she she makes the wrong choice. Like she goes back to John. You know, like her kids find out, like oh, she find out that her ki- like John's a fucking junkie or whatever. 
she says she's gonna leave him. She comes back. You know, they buy, they they get like a lawyer or a private investigator. They she tells him like, "Yo, you don't want to be in this situation," but she still does. She yeah. thinks she's in control of it. But then she finds out, like, "Fuck," you know. She thought she helped him. Like he had a drug addict. She helped him kick this this habit. But he she thought he was on pills when he was on fucking like injecting himself with fucking penicillin or whatever <laughs> like, like I don't know I'm sure it, it was like it took, pain meds yeah it took it me a like minute to realize it cause like he was yeah. like oh I gotta come clean with this and he fucking just dropped a whole bunch of pills down yeah. and it's like that's not even the drug that he was on and, I'm, yeah, he and was... I was just like how did he like my whole thing was mm-hmm. you know that scene when he was kind of going he was going through withdrawal like I was like I wonder how real that was you know like Ew. You that know. shit looked real yeah because he was just throwing up and like oh i can eat a cracker now like that's good i'm just like yeah but that's i don't know i mean i and then in the end it's like the dude john like tries fucking killing the this woman's daughter mm-hmm. you know but she ends up killing him oh my god and it's you know? satisfying like i remember when we saw it like we both like cheered like it was like yeah fuck this guy yeah kill that useless fucking <laughs> like, waste of space and it was just it was <laughs> insane too because it was like it just it just escalated like to the point where he was just so mad i felt like he was more mad that she left him and he was just like you know what like it's just that whole no one leaves me like i'm gonna make you suffer like and he, and he was she was just like why are you even doing this like because they they divorced and they separated and then you see him walk in the courtroom with a cane oh uh, yeah trying like, to play that fucking sympathy card like, like, mm, like yeah like, like he is just like that too oh like i said i know plenty of people like this like i've dealt with this type of behavior myself and let me tell you when people like that get their fucking claws into you it's hard to get them off. I yeah. mean, it, it's like that they just will use like their fucking uh, manipulate you, you know, with, oh, poor me. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me get my yeah. little fucking on oh, my back. And oh, I could just tell you, oh, man, I got my own fucking <laughs> shit. I'm already like, man, I'm about to sit here and write my own fucking yeah. story. And the thing, I, <laughs> but I also feel like it's like. One, I couldn't, I couldn't put myself in that woman's shoes for just a number of reasons. But like, I feel like the show. Oh, it's raining! It's thunder! No, I'm just kidding. It's my stomach. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably um, only heard that. But um. but um, okay, I'll tell you. About it. But I just see, you know, because like the, the story, the show kind of make tries to make you feel like tries to make you try to see like maybe like Deborah's thought process because you know Deborah's mom, you know her. She one of her kids were was killed by a man basically in this way in the same kind of situation. But yeah. that and then her, her husband mo- killed her. Yeah. yeah, and then her mom had forgiven the man who killed his her, her daughter. Yeah. You know, and and so I guess you know in a way, she, and then she was kind of like being pulled, like, oh, John's so great, he's this, he's that. Yeah, he cares. her mom was trying to put into Deborah's head, like, yo, you, this is your husband, you know, you gotta make it work, and you gotta, you know. So she was like feeding her all yeah. this bullshit. Like, it's like, bitch, like, like your, your fucking other daughter got murdered by a fucking man just like this guy. Yeah, it's like so. You know, so <laughs> she clearly was, you know, taking whatever her mom was saying as probably one yeah, of the she, reasons why she was the way she was you know making the decision she did because of her mom yeah you know which is why i think it's so important to just you know sometimes you got to think about what's best for yourself you know you can't mm-hmm. just 
uh, listen to what someone <laughs> says. I mean, you might love the person, respect the person or whatever, but doesn't mean what they're saying is right. You yeah. know, you got to look at it for what it is. And, you know, you got to just make the best decision for yourself, you yeah. know, and I think that's kind of the lesson, too, in this series. It's like it's 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 about your choices like this is your life. You have to live with your decisions, you know, not your mom, not whoever the fuck else you. Yeah. You know, and her fucking daughter almost got killed over this shit. I mean, mm-hmm. what? Like, that's not. Nah. And the, her daughter fought back like a champion because holy shit. Like, yeah. I mean, and I just feel like this show is just important, you know, like because a lot I just feel like because it sheds light because it one is a true story. And two, it just sheds light on something that's a very real thing where it's like you know like sometimes people are you know like the odds are against them and you know like they put their their impositions where you know they they make these sacrifices that they're not fully aware that they're making because of this this these you know like this this person that's kind of manipulating them in this way and you you know and just see that where it's like yo this shit can happen to anybody you can be rich famous whatever the case is but you can still fucking be wanting love so much at the cost of literally losing your family yeah your life and everything yeah. you so, know 10 out of 10 i love like i'm gonna be honest i liked this series that's the season one more than season two but i like season two more than you know i like them like differently you know because yeah they're different stories it's like they, same behavior but it, they're two different stories you know and i think they both have a very strong message you yeah. know like because again these are real stories you know these are real life situations that happen and it's i don't know like it's crazy like for me like this shit made me very triggered and emotional because i've been in similar in situations like that you know and so like i can definitely relate to those emotions and those those things and like the thoughts and everything that those ladies were going through it's like yeah i get that you know i can actually relate to that yeah so kind of hit home for me you know (laughs) because i i know what that's like definitely so speaking of which because i know i know for a fact that you did like I mean, you like you like the show for sure, but I know you like the second season a bit more too because of those triggering points, especially when you see the court scenes and stuff. So, if you could, let's hear. And I rambled a little bit more than you did about this, but let's hear your point of view on season two of Dirty John Betty, a Betty Broderick story. Yeah, the Betty Broderick story. Okay, so this is a lady who <laughs> this was like back. You know, she was young. They got married young. You know. Uh, Dan Broderick was a a, a <laughs> smart guy, I guess. You know, he medical MD. yeah, but you know they were both young, and he was like acted like he was just so into her, and oh yeah, you know he just was so in love with her. Bullshit. But he was. Know? I feel like he wasn't. Maybe beginning. he was, but maybe he wasn't. You know, maybe he also was looking for somebody to just be that person like yeah i need uh you know my my uh, little wifey on the side to help me get to where i want to be because that's kind of ultimately how i took it with this one was that yeah maybe there was a little part of him that you know maybe did care but it was like okay as soon as the an opportunity for him to go and be with that younger version of his current wife came it's like oh fuck this bitch like i want that you know, let me start over and reset. Now I'm successful. I got what I wanted. I got where I wanted to be. Now let me go and 
get a younger version of what I currently have. And that's kind of the way I took it. But yeah. anyway, so this is a guy who um, had a he was a had a medical degree, but then he went to law school. And, you know, so she she you know, they got married they ended up having four kids. And she pretty much, you know, took care of the kids. You know, she pretty much was like that that stay at home mom. You know, she had little odd jobs here and there. But her primary thing was helping him with his career, get him you know where he where he ended up being very successful and um you know she took care of the kids you know mm. and so uh basically 20 years they were married um at some point in the marriage you know he met some girl that was working at the reception at his law office and he just for whatever reason liked her and stopped loving his wife even yeah. though he pretended to still love his wife you know he was still having sex with her you know but he's over here trying to be with this young chick at his job Mm -hmm. um but he all the time you know was just lying and lying to his wife betty about it you know she confronted him about it um you know she had her suspicions she's like okay something's up you know i mean i get it i get those feelings but you know you just know when something's right when something's wrong whatever yeah. and she she called him out on it like hey what's going on and he just kept denying it and just lying and lying yeah and he and, was he was just as calculated because he was yeah and this like and i feel like this story the thing this story more so goes into the the nastiness of divorce especially when the odds are stacked against you because yeah. when they get you know and he was clearly a lawyer so he knew the law back and forth and you know he was a lawyer for like dr male practice but lawyer nonetheless and he you know clearly friends with lawyer buddies and stuff like that and he you know just kind of calculated how he was going to leave her divorce her separate make sure it all shows on paper you know buy, buy houses don't have separate assets and stuff like that and really like build this like fucking opposition against her and makes an attempt to leave her in a position where she yes, has nothing. She, I wouldn't say that because this well. whole the story showed like he his whole thing was he's like fine we're done but she wanted it's like in a way she wanted revenge and she wanted to like she like she wanted to make him suffer but and he was like hey i'm willing to give you half of this money give you this this nine thousand dollar a month allowance or whatever the case is you can still keep the house you can keep the car you know what i'm gonna make sure you know you have some you want you can have some visitation with the kids all this other stuff and you know but her thing was she didn't want to what she didn't want to be a single parent and she wanted him to pay and she was really hated the fact that he betrayed her in this way and you know and so a lot of it had to do with like the hubris you know where it's like you know she wanted she wanted him to hurt too you know and that's why and towards the end she fucking killed both of them and she was like i didn't even want to do that but that's just what i did and i understand her entire point but i just feel like you can't like dan's broderick's like I'm not on his side but I just feel like he the way he approached it like it was just he probably just expected her to like hey I'm throwing you a bone you know it's like hey I'm giving you some I'm giving you a little piece of what you had and you should be happy with it yeah and I think that's where her problem was though too is because see I think if he had just been honest with her oh yeah no doubt you know I feel like if he would have just been honest because then at least you know he didn't have any malicious intent 
if he was honest with her. But the fact that he just perpetuated a lie for so long, he led her to believe that, oh, no, I'm not cheating. Oh, there's no one else. It's just you. Oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. But yet the whole time that he was lying to her, that was his way of setting himself up so that he could be better off in this divorce than her. That, I think, it's it's more the principle than it was about the money. It's like, fuck, yeah, I know that, okay, whatever you give me is probably more than what I would make working some fucking job, but it was more about the principle, like, motherfucker, like, I've been with you for 20 years. I basically helped you get to where you are, and mm-hmm. you fucking lie to me. You cheated on me, and then you fucking try to manipulate and con your way into fucking keeping... 90% of your fucking assets that, she that him you get. wouldn't have if it weren't for me helping you get there yeah. and you expect me to take this little bullshit you're trying to give me and I'm supposed to be happy with that see you know that's where I see where her frustration <laughs> came from because it's like seriously like okay even if he was you know fine you know what relationships nothing lasts forever okay you end up going your separate ways mm-hmm. you know your core your, your relationship runs its course okay fine but i feel like if he had just been honest like don't just fucking sit here and lie just so you can benefit out of it and i feel like he got what the fuck he deserved to be honest i really do because you know, I do see where, yeah, if she kind of played it a little more cool and maybe focused more on yes. just sticking to the facts and just like, okay, cool. If I want what I want and I want this is my ultimate goal, then let me just stick to the facts and let me just, yeah. you know, and refrain from doing all this dumb fuck shit mm-hmm. that she was doing because she kind of just made herself look bad. Yeah. But I also understand why she did it. I mean, I mean, you can yeah, push a person. That closure too, like, yeah, like, I just feel like she was pushed so fucking much that it was like she literally got to a point she probably couldn't even control herself anymore yeah in those situations it's like yo because i've been there i get it you know i get it (laughs) i've been there and sometimes i think about it i'm just like okay you know (laughs) you could just play it cool but playing it cool is like literally like you can't even that's like a foreign language when you've been pushed so much to your breaking point it's like you literally lose self-control and so I also understand why she was doing the thing she was doing. Yeah, because you questioned you know? a lot of her, like, it was like, why would you say, like, the whole thing? Because I thought it was, like, it was, like, I felt, it was a point where I genuinely felt bad for her. Because, like, especially at the end when, like, she was like, well, you divorced and you get nothing. Like, and you're going to fucking. Yeah, and you owe him money. You owe him. And you lost your case. So and much you money. Lo- like, like, oh, my gosh. And that was just, like, in that, that, po- that part right there, I was like, wow. You know, it was like, it, it was kind of like she was meant to fail in that situation. Like, she fucking went to, she had no lawyer. She was going to represent herself, which fucking more power to her because she fucking, you know, she did her thing. And granted, she, and I like the fact that it showed her making mistakes. Yeah. Like, it was like, yo, stick to the fucking question. Like, it's, yeah. this has nothing to do with his alleged infidelity or whatever yeah. the case is. Like, let's talk about the property assets. And I like the fact that she learned like granted and like, that's why he also set it up like that though because remember he he said okay this is going to be a bifurcated divorce or whatever like okay we're basically going to get divorced now and then later we will deal with settling the assets yeah that is why he did this shit you know what i mean it's like oh so that way if you want to bring up my affair blah 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 you can't really say shit about it because guess what we're fucking divorced this 
you know, it doesn't matter. It's a no fault state. It doesn't matter if I, we, you know, we got divorced because I cheated or whatever. It's fucking irrelevant. Yeah, We're here to talk about assets. And again, like this is why he just set this shit up like he did. He was just so fucking strategic about it, and it just made me so mad. I was like, yo, this bitch <laughs> is my hero. Like she murdered this motherfucker. Like I feel. I mean, I'm not saying like I'm. I condone murder. Like I don't. But I'm just saying like. You know, when there are people out in this world who just do shit, underhanded shit like that, I just feel like, yo, the world is better off without people like that in it because, yo, all you're doing is, like, I swear, if she didn't murder this guy, he probably would have did eventually the same thing to this girl he was with that he cheated on with. He probably would have did the same thing to her at some point. She would have got old and raggedy looking. And he would have been like, oh, now you're too fucking old. I got to go find another 20-year-old. You know, like, really? I mean. I mean, okay, because in accordance to that logic, it's like, okay, he would have he been like 60 at the time. Yeah, but so <laughs> what? Like, you don't think a fucking 20-year-old ain't going to want to fucking be with a successful 60-year-old man? Like, yeah. come on. I mean, the way this dude is working, how he's he's moving and shit. Trust me. I'm sure he could have found one. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that. It's just disgusting, you know? It's like, bitch, like, she did you a fucking favor, you know? She put you out of your misery, and, you know? Instead of going through what she had to go through, she's fucking put the chick out of her misery. Yeah, That's I how I see he, it. And plus, he just was... I feel like he also got a bit, you know, what they call it? Too big for his britches, you know? Like, too arrogant, you know? To the point where he's like, oh... She's not gonna fucking. She's not gonna kill me. I'm yeah, like I'm her best egg. Like, yeah, fucking, like I'm giving her I'm this money. Like, and it's like, yeah. and then they, and it's funny. I like how they really, like, again, like I don't like it. Christian Slater, yo, like, god damn, yo, he did. He really like owned that role. You know, it's like, oh, man, this guy's a fucking app. Fuck this guy. But you know, I like the fact that you know he used he was in control of the court, but at the same time, it's like she just like. She cut, tried her best to cut through it, and she wouldn't like fold, you know, because he was just like, "Oh, she's always about money." She's they just made her out to be this person, and her friends turned against her. Yeah. Like, oh, my, like it just made it was just very like it was just like you're seeing it, and you just couldn't. I couldn't just watch, you know, like I think every time we watched it, we just couldn't watch one episode. I think we'd like, yeah, one I was episode. like, I can't take anymore. Like, I couldn't, <laughs> my heart couldn't take watching yeah but she was like but you know? wanted to see it like yeah. i want to see justice happen and it's like the for the fact that yeah she killed this guy and you know she did her prison time in real life and you know like fuck she's a hero to most people because it's like now it's like shit is actually being taken care of in the world where you can see like okay you know like there isn't going to be just this one side fucking of criminal justice or whatever because it's just it it it's it's like I said. These these shows are important, you know, because it shows yeah. what can happen when you're pushed to that breaking point, and it's, and it happened. It's real life. Yeah, and, and it shows abuse on a different level. Yeah. You know, everybody knows physical abuse because you can see it, but no one ever sees. And you know how hard it is to prove emotional and mental abuse you know when you're dealing with someone so calculated and so so fucking evil in in but you know like manipulative like that it, it's like people don't believe it i mean I, if it's I play, hard if to, i can be a devil's advocate about the situation you can also say that she provoked a lot of his actions as well not saying not with the cheating thing but i'm talking about as far as you know when she was leaving the messages on the voicemail well that's what i was saying earlier his, breaking into his fucking yeah. house and shit no but. that's what i was saying earlier though about you know yeah i mean she definitely did a lot of shit that she probably shouldn't have done because it just ultimately hurt her yeah but you know and again it's like yo keep you know 
but I also understand why she did it. It's like, you know, like I said, you get to a point where it's like you literally lose all self-control. Like, it's so fucking hard to not do it. It's like, oh, God, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but, you know, I just can't fucking help it. Like, it just there's just something in you that you just almost can't control. You know, yeah. maybe like an addict, you know, like you just got to have that fucking hit or whatever, you yeah, know? Like when she was talking to her and therapist and, you know, she was just like, nah, I don't need, I, I, you're too good at your job. I need to be mad because if I'm mad, I'm focused, if I'm focused, I get shit done. I'm just like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah, but, but I understand the feelings and emotions that came with it because yeah. of what transpired, but. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it makes it seem like, you know, when you first see it, the first, the how it starts out, it's like, it almost kind of shows her like she's crazy you know and yeah i think she probably was perfectly a sane great person before this whole situation but i really think that this dude just fucked her so much that she lost her shit you know i don't think she was always just like that she definitely got pushed and pushed and i just think that it is very important for these type of things to be you know illustrated because like i said a lot of people don't understand that kind of abuse it's real i know it i've lived it myself and it's so hard to prove it you know when you're dealing with these type of things especially in court and you know court is all about facts but how do you prove passive aggressiveness how do you prove manipulation in court how do you prove these type of things you know like he just presented himself to be you know like this great guy that was just like oh yeah i'm helping you out i'm not trying to screw you over but he was that's exactly what the fuck he was doing that was his shit from the very beginning Mm. and yet he tried to make it seem like oh yeah you know it's like that fucking deadbeat dad who oh you know you pay fucking child support but you do nothing else so you don't look like a total dick but you really (laughs) are you know it's like you do the bare minimum just so you don't look like a total asshole you know and that is basically what the fuck he was doing it's like yo i'm not gonna just be a total dick because that'll be too obvious you know let me just sprinkle in a little throw a couple bones here and there so i don't look like a total fuck up you know but yet that's part of the strategy of people who are like that they have to play that game you know it's like that wolf in sheep's clothing you know like oh i can't just totally reveal who the fuck i am duh you know um and that's what's scary about this behavior and about people like that is that they're very cunning you know you just see how people are really like and who really has your back at the end of the day because even her own kids didn't even even her own kids didn't want shit to do with her and i think in real life they still don't want shit they still don't want shit to do with her because they're just like i understand you're my mom and he did X, Y, and Z to you, but in my eyes, in our eyes, he was our dad. You know, like, and and that's the yeah. part where I'm just like, there's no, that's that's never gonna be mended and never gonna be like fixed. And I don't know, it's something about it where I'm just like, fuck, you know, that's cool as shit. But um, I understand that we have some place to go. Yeah, and so we're gonna leave it at that with Whew. Dirty Sean with the Dirty Sean, Dirty Sean, <laughs> Dirty Diddy Combs. Um, but um, yes. Dirty Juan. Yeah, so ten out of ten, definitely watch these because oh these God, shows are it. something to just deep. put your seatbelt on. They're something to watch, and you know, like it's a enjoy. Oh, um, but yeah, this has been the Film with the Fam podcast. We are actually next week. I think we're gonna get to start getting into the Harry Potters and stuff like that, which. Mm, man, yo, those for, man, no, I don't I think we need it. to talk about those. I don't know. Maybe. I think we should just watch them, but I don't want to talk about them. Well, well, let's see how it goes. Maybe, no. maybe not. Maybe not. But I don't know. Maybe next week we talk about some. I don't know. 
I don't know. Let's we'll keep it in the air. You know, make no promises. To be continued. Yeah, but if you wanna, <laughs> yeah, if you wanna let us know, throw know. out some suggestions to us. You know, hey, email us in at filmwiththefam at gmail dot com, and um, you know we got a Patreon, a letterbox, all at filmwiththefam. You can just look us up. You know, hey, shoot us an email. Let us know what we want, what you want to hear, what we should do different. Let us know you like our voices, whatever the case is. And um, yeah, we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Stay safe out there, and remember. Film with the fam. Ba-doom.